I just think it's a really freeing thing to do. Yeah. And I think it's quite scary when you think about doing something like dancing. Um, but it's something that we all, not all maybe, but I think a lot of us secretly want to do or yes. wish we could do. Hello and welcome to 30 by 30, a podcast tracking 30 adventures as challenged by my friends before my 30th birthday. In this podcast series, you're going to hear me climb a mountain, attend a protest, ride a motorbike, attempt to date my comedy idol, yikes, and so much more. In episode four, your challenge, Lucy, was to take up a dance class. This episode of 30 by 30 is a contrast to the dizzying heights of Scarfell Pike, though like the big hike, it does still involve some physical exertion and another lovely friend joining me for their challenge. So I think let's just swing straight into episode four. Now, my friends, and particularly my flatmates past and present, know that I love to dance, mostly around the kitchen, which is a habit that I have definitely picked up from my mum. And it doesn't really take a drink to get me dancing either, although I do have a bit of a reputation for dancing on tables after a few G&Ts. But drunken table dancing aside, I did have dance lessons up until I was about 17. I can't smack a tennis ball or run for any length of time, but I do have a bit of rhythm. I think I was about two or three when I had my first ballet lesson and I worked my way up uh, to points, um, which in spite of uh, that ruining my toes completely, I absolutely loved um, and sadly had to give up after the cat and heels incident, which if you listen to episode three, you will be familiar with. Um, I also had tap lessons and I was in a really big dance troupe as well. Um, And then at uni, I joined the Breakdance Society, which don't be fooled into thinking is because I'm achingly cool and agile. I'm neither of those things, Um, but it was just entirely to hook up with a guy that I fancied. And I've lost everything that I learned, um, except for one killer move that comes in very useful for dance-offs um, on very special occasions only. Most famously, my sister's Hindu, when a group of lads challenged us to a dance-off. Um, but when Charlotte then sent in her challenge, um, her dance challenge, I was just so chuffed, especially as she said she'd do it with me. I genuinely love all genres of dance, so I was just really excited to um, put on my dancing shoes once again and this time try something new. And Charlotte suggested swing dance as a style, which neither of us have ever done before. So we did a bit of research and found a lesson up in Chalk Farm near Camden. And that's where I met her one Sunday in May. And so we joined a group of about 30 others and danced for an hour, led by two very patient teachers swapping partners every few minutes, which meant no one was stuck with me for too long. How did we do? How did you find it? I think we did all right. Like, I spotted you like a couple of times during the yes. class with your partners. <laughs> Panicking. No. <laughs> you look, at one point you did look really serious. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it very seriously. Um, but you were good. I saw what you were doing. You were totally in time. I think we might have to have a dance together in a minute to see. Yeah. And then, and then well, the thing is, both of us, so that in the swing dance class, we had to be a leader or a follower, but we both chose to be followers, so one of us is going to have to learn to be the leader. We'll figure this out. We'll figure it out. It's just a bit of fun. We can learn, yeah. It's just a bit of fun. We're now now having a drink and um, 
as you can hear, it's very loud. Yes. There's lots of music and people are having just like a spontaneous dance, which is so lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, so actually, it is quite loud in here, so I think maybe let's let's record the rest when we're at home. Okay, good plan. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Let's just drink instead. Yeah, let's drink. <laughs> also, no, hang on. Actually, first of all, how do we know each other? We know each other through our mutual friend, Gemma. Yeah. Um, who I think featured on your podcast yes. the other week with she's, her music playing. She's maestro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we do know her. I can't, what was our first meeting? I can't remember. Was it just me coming to the flat? I think so. And I think that what was weird was, I think we were dressed basically in the same outfit. <laughs> which happens a lot. <laughs> it hap- which happens a lot. And I think Char- And I, I think more and more things we had in common, or a lot of the... And Gemma kept saying, like, oh, my God, that's... Yeah, like she kept, yeah, or, she kept saying to me like, "Oh my god, you and Lucy would really get on." Yeah, and then we met, and and we did really, really get on. Yeah, and so now we're it's like friends. looking in a mirror. Exactly, and now we're friends. <laughs> I think it's really nice that Charlotte's very cool with that. Sorry, Gemma's really cool with that. Yeah, I, I might be a bit like, "How dare you?" That's my friend. I know. I did check with her. She's okay. Okay, she's good. Good. <laughs> um, so that's really sweet that that's how um, we've come to hang out. So then, why did you? Why did you challenge me to dancing? You okay, can be, you can be completely honest. On the one hand, completely selfishly, I just wanted to go to a dance class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I just think it's a really freeing thing to do, yeah. and I think it's quite scary when you think about doing something like dancing. Um, but it's something that we all, not all, maybe, but I think a lot of us secretly want to do or yes. wish we could do. Like I've watched Strictly. Yes. For like you know, near enough a decade. Yeah, you put yourself in like a Yeah, and I keep outfit. thinking like, I'd be really good at that. Yeah, yeah, you look at me and you're like, you're terrible. <laughs> I just Move need over. to hurry up and get famous yeah. so I can be on it. <laughs> do you know, I think that, I think if I was famous, I'd want to do Strictly, Desert Island Discs, and Who Do You Think You Are? Yes. I always wanted to do um, Shipwrecked, Battle of the Islands. What is Shipwrecked? That's the one where they send people off to... That's like a survival show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're on a beach, like somewhere really tropical, like mm. in, yeah, Australia somewhere. It sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. It sounds so awful. But yeah, in early days, they they recruited like very normal looking people, which is why I think I really wanted to go on it. I was like, oh, they don't all have like amazing beach bodies. They look like <laughs> me. Um, so yeah, that's the sort I wanted to do. But do, So you're an actress. Yes. So, so you have been involved in kind of I assume a lot of kind of performance arts and a lot of not just acting but singing and dancing um well yeah so I'm trained as a I would say like a straight actress I don't mean straight as in my sexual orientation I just mean in terms of like acting is the core of what I'm trained in yeah and then within shows that I've been part of there has maybe been some singing or some like movement or dancing or things like that but I'm not trained as a singer or a dancer okay so I would never put them as like high up in my skill set, no. as it were. Um, I think I've got rhythm. Yeah, you definitely have rhythm. <laughs> no, I've seen it in action. You definitely, definitely have rhythm. And I was saying to you earlier, like when I'm at work, which is I work in a theatre as a technician. So when I'm stood side of stage during a musical, like, I don't know, Go- yeah. Ghost the Musical or whatever it is. I'm just dancing in the wing, like, yeah. all the time. Like, the rhythm got me a really long time ago yes. <laughs> and didn't let go. Um, so, for me, it was a very selfish way of, like... Oh, I think it was... Like, channeling that outlet that I really wanted but that, to. But that's what I really loved about this, because I do feel like each of you has kind of, with the challenges, you've all brought your own personality 
to your, the challenge you gave me, which is so nice, because then that's why there's such a massive variety. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Lindy Hop. Or I've never tried Lindy Hop. I've only known it from watching it, other people do it. Yeah. Or, like, very childishly doing the Charleston yes. in places yes. or in situations. Or like a speakeasy party or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's also why I really liked the idea of giving the challenge, aside from my own selfish reasons, is that there's so many varieties of dance yeah. that I knew that it would be just really fun for you just to pick something as well. <laughs> I know, and it was so funny because you were so sweet because you were like... I think you you wanted me to be happy and to pick something I wanted to do, but I wanted you to be a <laughs> challenger. So we're both kind of like, this looks great, that's just this. And neither of us was really giving anything away. And I think we looked at Lindy Hop and then we looked at like Coyote Ugly dances. Oh, we, yeah, we started looking at theme really dances, didn't we? Really provocative. Like Beyonce. Yeah, or... these two extreme kind of dance forms. I think we picked the right one. I do too. So we went, into, so we went to Camden and it was in this bar and it was run by a company. Yeah, I think those two people, Run. I think it's maybe their company their or, company. yeah, and they tour around London, different yeah, venues, doing diff- doing, classes. doing those classes. And it was such a cute bar. Yeah, like, it was just, really nice. Like, sort of lots of, just like lots of lovely bunting and just like this old, gorgeous yeah. music, which we both adored. I was really, I didn't want it to be a really kind of stark square. No. Like... Soulless. characterless yeah, yeah place so I'm really glad it was where it was and the leaders were both so nice yeah and they didn't go too fast like they kind of you had so much time to get what they were trying yes. to teach you which is really nice as I, well I actually went to yeah, so I went to a salsa dance um thing a few weeks ago and it was that same thing where you're in a circle and then you swap partners and those people I those teachers I actually found really intimidating oh really and they were going through it like so quickly and it was really crammed and this space just felt really lovely and just everyone was so friendly yeah yeah everyone was really nice and it was what was particularly nice was how people who clearly did know what they were doing and had been to a few classes or maybe were very proficient were like happy to come and grab us yes after the class had finished and like teach us some more I know each time time someone came to like ask me to dance I'd just be like I'm so sorry that's what I said (laughs) I just kept going I'm not very good I'm so sorry that you've picked me (laughs) Because I'm really bad. Um, but I don't... I think we were bad. And you and I said we got worse. Yeah, we did get worse. As the evening... As the day went on. Yeah. And the alcohol consumption increased. Yeah. Probably a, a correlation there. Um, but we weren't the worst. No. I don't think we were the worst. No, either. I don't think so either. No. Definitely when we were doing the class, like, there was some people... Yes, struggling. I felt quite proficient at times. Oh, God, what was that guy's name? He had, like, a check shirt on. He was stood next to... Dave? Dave. His name was Dave, the older guy. Oh, bless him. I think he maybe came in after the class had started or something, because he said he missed a bit. He was was so sweaty. I think he was quite nervous as well. Oh, yeah. And then there was Donald, the old man. Yes, Donald. Who just wanted to have a good time. He just wanted, I think, to relive his youth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to do a class. No. And he, what did he say to you? He said, oh, I thought there was going to be a live band and people were just going to be dancing. I was like, oh, I think that'll be afterwards. There were quite a few. So we were, so you, were split into two groups. We split into followers and leaders. And you and I both like, obviously, followers. Yeah. But in the leaders group, there were quite a few. It, the, the gender split was mostly... Mostly traditional. Yeah, very traditional. But there were women in the followers group. Yeah, there were. I actually think I, I might have... I really enjoyed dancing with the women. Yeah, me I felt, too. I felt like they, they were really good at leading. Yeah, they were good at leading. Um, 
they seemed they, to really know what they were doing. They did, and they were also really kind. Yeah, and Not they were. Any and of the they guys weren't kind. And they were really good at guiding you without yes. kind of it being kind of awkward or yes. kind of. Yeah, there just seemed a much more warmth to them, yeah, I completely. guess. Yeah, completely. And there, and there were some really lovely guys, but there were also some guys who would then like give me some tips at the end, <laughs> and it just felt a little bit like that, a little bit rounds Did you? Did you get? Oh, I got tips. tips. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got feedback. What? Yeah. I and, don't and think anyone gave me feedback. I think I maybe the... just like chatted them out so they couldn't say anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went wrong. Yeah, there was... There was so basically, at one point, I was worried I was going to have failed the challenge because one of one of the the leaders dropped out. So I was short of a partner. Oh, so I had yeah. to like take a break, and then I was then I was really worried. I was like, I won't be able to get back in the circle. And then I was like, Will Charlotte say like you failed the challenge because you know you didn't complete the class? So then, fortunately, someone a guy did come free. So I started dancing with him. I was really like glad. But because then I'd missed a couple of dances, he was then giving me feedback. <gasps> How rude! Very dirty. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was feedback. Pat, who came and took me in hand yes. during the uh, free for all afterwards. Free for all. Yeah, he was teaching me very much how to um, how to do steps, especially during fast numbers. Yeah. Because as you and I realised. That's and we tried not... to dance together to a really fast number. It was disastrous. Yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit tricky. Um, I think it was. I guess that sort of was the closest that I've experienced to kind of those traditional dances that my grandparents went to, yeah. where then you kind of, and it was just, it all. You know, you and I danced with a number of people, and it just felt really lovely. Actually, it just felt like a really nice occasion. Yeah, and we were all shit. It really did. But everyone was just so lovely. It was. It was really great. For the, on the first instance to be able to pair up with every single person in the class yes. and a couple of times as well we yes. got around that, that circle so by the time you went around the second time around it felt almost even better because yeah. you suddenly knew people a bit more easily you yes. were like hey like, Ollie hey, yeah, hey exactly. Will yeah. how's it going yeah I'm better now yeah <laughs> I think and then when it went into this, the freestyle dancing after the class yeah I did have this feeling of just like oh god like, yes am I just gonna stand here and it's gonna feel like school when you don't get picked for the team or whatever it is but then people did come up and they ask did. us to dance and it was just so lovely. so lovely like all the endorphins just rushed through yeah. you and I was like oh I'm really rubbish at this but like I don't care because yeah. I'm really enjoying it <laughs> it was such a lovely challenge oh, I good. really really enjoyed it it was such a nice day I'm glad you enjoyed it so the other thing that I just want to ask you yes. I stretch my leg out is um about turning 30 so you do you mind my saying that you have turned 30 no that's fine how did you did you have any how did you feel about turning 30 did you have sort of because you know the feelings I feel about it I do are you did you share in those emotions or funnily enough when I was in my early 20s um and I and I was becoming friends with people who were turning 30 Mm. they were all going through the things of oh god I'm turning 30 like I'm really old or like what happened to my 20s blah 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 and I felt like when I was in my early 20s and in my mid-20s, I had a much clearer view of 30s as not being scary. So I was giving all the great advice to everyone, being like, mm. oh my goodness, 30 is nothing. Mm. 30 is literally, you're still a baby. Mm. When you're 75, 80, you'll look back and be like, what on earth was I worrying about? 30 is absolutely fine. And then funnily enough, <laughs> <laughs> I was fine. Yeah right up until the moment and I was and then I turned 30 and like the actual day itself 
um or like the 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 thing I did I think I did um my birthday fun like on the four days after my birthday was great and I had a great time but then after that when it settled down and suddenly it wasn't my birthday anymore and I was just 30 reality kicked in then reality kicked in and I suddenly was like oh mm, I'm 30 now yeah (laughs) and I'm still maybe haven't achieved the things that I thought I would have achieved by this point or I'm maybe not in the job I want to be in or I haven't become the actress I expected to have become yeah so yeah it was it was quite tough actually and that's been something that I've um I guess lived with isn't quite the right term but like it's something I'm learning to live with yeah. like as time goes on because now I'm 34 so that yeah. was four years ago so I wonder why we put such pressures on it like where do we get these ideas from why do why is I just wonder why there is because I know I'm not alone and I wonder why there is this kind of feeling that starting a new decade is this big thing yeah such stuff on it and it's bollocks because also particularly is actually when you turn 20 no one says like well you're in your 20s now or anything like that it does seem to be something about 30 and I imagine it's the same for 40 50 onwards yeah 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 and it's ridiculous and it's frustrating it really is ridiculous I mean the fact that as humans anyway we've we've put time to our lives like yeah like there's a time frame there's a timeline we have ages it's all a a construct yeah exactly it means nothing no but we put so much meaning into it and it's like with you know everyone says you know well look I'm doing this project and this podcast this thing about turning 30 we all do that you know like oh what are you doing for your 30th and it's just like well why why do we do that why do we we put a lot of expectation and pressure on ourselves and I think unnecessarily I think I think that's why I really love the fact that you're doing this challenge because it's kind of just throwing like all that expectation in the face and being like I don't care like yeah, I'm just, just going to do this thing for me. Yeah. Because I want to. And hang out with the people that I massively rate. Yeah. And just be silly. Yeah. And like pick up loads of new skills. Yeah. Just try loads of new things that you haven't done before. Maybe you'll be rubbish and shit at some of them. Maybe you'll be really good at them. I think why I love it so much is because this is what life is. Yeah. And I think we put too much onus and pressure on achieving things. We're growing up. We When we've grown up to be told that that is what you should achieve like you should get married you should have kids by this point you should achieve this in your job at this point yeah whatever when really like doing something like this this is what life is yeah I agree and particularly as no one has ever actually said to me by this age you should be doing that this is all something internal this is all something that I have absorbed from the world and have thought this is what I should be doing and I'm not there yet it's all internalized and it's that's why it's I do think the media doesn't help, though. I think no. they, they perpetuate that myth yeah. that we should be achieving certain things by certain times and they put it out there constantly in the products they sell to us. And, look at, and you should look a certain way while yeah, you do it. exactly. And I think at some point I should talk to my parents about if they can rem- remember turning 30, but I feel like maybe that's why our generation, millennials, feel this way. It's because there are all these other pressures going on and that's yeah. why we feel like no I should be achieving I should be doing x y and z by this age and then this x y and z by then this age definitely and it's just ridiculous it is ridiculous and also we're all getting younger yeah I know that's that doesn't make any sense but like no no, no but I know what you're we're saying we're living longer yeah so like completely we're 
or I am personally anyway, like everything I'm doing is later. So I feel like I'm mentally younger at all the ages that my parents were when they were those ages. So like my mum had had two children. Yes. Was married and had, you know, her job by the time she was 30. Well, if all else fails, we can, we can just... Do the Lindy Hop? Lindy Hop wisdom throughout the world. <laughs> oh, mate, thank you so much. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was such a charming challenge. A window into a bygone era. Though while I did love the old world music and vibe, I'm still probably more of a dancing in the kitchen to Sean Paul kind of a girl. And ever since swing dancing, I have been itching for a big night out with my mates. So I asked them what songs are guaranteed to get them onto the dance floor. Shotgun by George Ezra. Paul Simon, you can call me Al. Um, it's always that do, 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 do. Beyonce, obviously. Anything by Destiny's Child will get me on the dance floor. And if I have to choose a song, it's probably Single Ladies. Everybody Dance Now by Bob Sinclair. Partly because I danced to it on my 18th birthday party in my lounge um, and it was just the best moment ever. It's got to be Mr Brightside by The Killers or You're The Voice by John Farnham. I think the one that will always get me on the dance floor and mainly because it will think, make me think of you is X Gone Give It To You. I have a bit of DMX. I love it. I don't know why. I just really like it. I have far too many memories of us dancing around our flat. Awesome responses, especially the last X Gone Give It Here, one of my absolute favourites too. I think we can all agree those were very sharp contrast to the jazz music we heard at the swing class. I'm afraid I was too busy chatting and dancing to take any pictures, but if you do want to find me on social media, um, my handles are in the show notes. And please remember to like and subscribe to 30 by 30, or perhaps even leave a review. So things I've learned from this challenge. Social dancing is such a lovely way to meet new people. Even those who give you feedback, women make brilliant dancing partners. And my mates are very modest and also very talented. That's it for episode four, except to say a final thank you to Charlotte for this week's challenge. Next time on the podcast... I'm, I'm just slightly concerned because my placard has a, has wool for hair. Yeah. It has Donald's cheap hair. I'm a bit worried that's going to kind of like disintegrate in the rain. But I mean, then that's just true to life, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. It would all just, <laughs> yeah, just flap off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See you then, lovely people.